Welcome, everyone. My name is Alessandra, and you're listening to The Alessandra Show. On this podcast, I share conversations with experts in wellness, nutrition, athletics, entrepreneurship, sustainability, and more. It's my mission to give you the information, inspiration, tips, and tools that you need to maximize your energy, health, and happiness. I'm here to help you thrive. This episode is a conversation with kinesiologist and health coach, Sarah Osman. Working as a kinesiologist and trainer for women of all ages, Sarah became fascinated with the depth of the conversations that she was having with her clients. She soon realized that all areas of our lives are connected and that health is about more than food and fitness alone. This inspired her to study at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and to incorporate holistic health coaching into her practice. In this episode, Sarah shares about how to live holistically and how to cultivate true joy in your life. She gives her insights on how to follow your intuition and how to break free from living on autopilot so you can truly live life to the fullest. Sarah also shares about the importance of self-care, how to form sustainable habits, why coaching is so powerful, and so much more. Here it is, my conversation with Sarah. for being on the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me. So let's start with a little background on how you got into wellness. What made you interested in becoming a kinesiologist? Um, Well, I've always enjoyed, um, like, I used to do, I used to be a dancer, so I've always enjoyed, like, movement and being fascinated by that. And, like, being a dancer, like, I've always had to be aware of what I eat. It was something that I grew up with, just being mindful of that kind of stuff. And like my mom is a pharmacist, so she was always all about health and things like that. So like I always had that on my mind and people always kind of gave me the idea, oh yeah, you know, like injuries and like, you know, you're a dancer, you're like involved in all these things. You should go to school for something like that. And I was like, actually, I could see that. I like to help people. Like I enjoy studying like human movement and that kind of thing. So I went into kinesiology, and so now I'm a registered kinesiologist. Cool. So what kind of clients have you worked with in the past? I've worked with two different, like, very different populations. One of my jobs, I work with women of all ages from all different backgrounds. Some have come in with previous injuries, some have chronic issues, others are just completely healthy, so, like, a little bit of everything. And then my other job is um, in neurological rehab, so completely different, working with clients with spinal cord injuries and strokes and that kind of thing so very very different right wow yeah they are both very different so are you focusing your practice more on one of them well so I've discovered actually that I enjoy working with women I did not know that after school like I just once I was done school like that was about three years ago like I was just looking for a job and I was I had the chance to work at a women's gym as a kinesiologist and then found out that I actually love it like I love the conversations that I have with them I connect really well with them and I just feel like I can really help them and like over the years I just I've been really like fascinated by the conversations that we have even though it's 
you know, they come to see me for fitness related things or like therapy related things. We always end up talking about more than just that. Obviously, like we like I get to know them and I get to know like things that are stressful in their lives or like other areas of their life that need change and things like that. And like I've realized and really like the last six months I would say that it's something that really drives me like I'm just so interested in like those conversations and like talking about how to help them to like better like an area of their life and so that's why now I'm trying to like I want to go a little bit more into like the wellness part of it as well and like just overall health and that kind of thing right yeah I was just gonna say that I'm guessing <laughs> this is definitely what led you to becoming a health coach right yeah health, co- yeah, health coach in the making <laughs> yeah that's amazing so it, I guess it just started with this passion for dance and interest in the body and learning more about how it works and then for sure yeah just following that and you find you're working with women and then realize health is about so much more than just the physical body which of course is part of it but Can you talk to us about what exactly wellness and health means to you? Well, I'm still like discovering what it means to me. I feel like part of the reason why I'm like interested in it is because it's helped me in certain ways. Um, Like especially in the last couple of years, I think when I first started work, like I just, I was so focused on, okay, I'm now a kinesiologist and I have to do all these things that are just like related to kinesiology. But then I realized, you know, Yeah, you have to talk about other things in life too. And then I realized, well, I should look at those areas of my life too. And like when I started looking at areas of my life that needed some improvement, like let's say working on like improving my stress levels or something or like my sleep and things like that, I realized like, okay, I'm talking about this to a client and they're having the same issues and that kind of thing. And so I think just like being interested in like, my own health and wellness has created this interest for me to like help other people too so like right now I think I'm trying to I'm trying to improve certain areas of my like like work balance for example like that's something that I've been struggling with I've definitely been overworking for the past year and like I'm starting to realize how it's affecting other areas of my life like my social life um just me wanting to do things for myself. I'm just coming home exhausted, like that kind of thing. And I'm thinking of the work area and how it affects like the rest of my life. It like has made me realize, okay, you need to step back and like take a look at everything else and make a change. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's so cool. So you are focusing more on different areas of your life and then you find that it's helping. So of course you want to share that amazing feeling that you feel with just exploring those areas with your clients, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's part of the reason why I decided to join the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, IIN, to become a health coach because that's one of the things that they focus on, um, like making sure that all areas of your life, not just the nutrition part, are all balanced. And it makes sense. Like it, it seems so obvious, but like until you actually work on it yourself, you it's I personally I feel like I didn't really realize the impact that it could have until I started to dive in myself and so I've been doing the program for about five weeks five to six weeks um, now and like I've definitely been making some changes (laughs) yeah how is it going so far it's going really well it's definitely made me reflect on certain areas like for example the recently we were talking about the topic of joy Mm -hmm. and I was like oh I haven't really sat down and thought about what joy means to me like it's just like it seems so obvious you know but it's you just don't stop and think about that kind of thing and I'm like 
yeah, like what, what makes me happy? Like what, what am I doing right now that makes me happy? And if I, if you were to ask me like four weeks ago, I would have said like, actually right now, I don't feel like I'm doing a lot of things that make me happy. Like a lot of things that I like, I'm not really doing much of. And so that, like when I realized that I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like I'm not actually doing things that make me fully happy. And so the last few weeks I've, uh, I've, I've been cutting down on some of my hours at work to like create a little bit more like work balance. And all of a sudden now I have, I used to work on Saturdays and so now I have weekends available. And a few weeks ago I went to the farmer's market and like I remembered how much I love it and like it made me so happy. And I've been sleeping better because I haven't been feeling as stressed. I've been able to make plans with friends. Like I've got had the chance to catch up with two friends that I haven't seen in two years this weekend alone. Wow. And like four weeks ago I would have been like nope I'm just too tired like I can't do it and I have all these errands to run whereas just sitting down and thinking about what brings me joy like just that simple act make me wake up and be like hey you need to like (laughs) you need to like do something about this yeah I like what you said about it seeming so obvious but I guess we just don't really take time to stop and reflect and think about these things. Yeah, exactly. It's like when, you know, when somebody asks, hey, how are you doing? Usually people just say, oh, I'm good. You don't actually think about it. You're just say, yeah, I'm good. Like you're used to it. It's like autopilot. You would never say like, you know, today I'm not feeling so great. You might, but most people just say, yeah, I'm good. And they might not be, but you don't think about it. It's just, you're used to saying that. I feel like it's kind of the same, like you, you know, you just get used to like a routine of some sort, especially if you've been doing it for a while, which I feel like that was my issue. Like I was just doing it for so long, that routine of working so many hours throughout the week and then having to do some errands and you just kind of get caught in that whole pattern. And then you just stop asking yourself simple questions like, what makes me happy (laughs) right so that whole idea of just living on autopilot kind of like this is what I do I guess routines can be helpful sometimes but then sometimes it just becomes too routine and yeah exactly like wait am I really doing anything for myself do you have any tips for how to break out of that sort of autopilot lifestyle well it's funny because I feel like I've tried on and off journaling for so long I kept hearing people talking about it and I was like okay I should try it and then I tried it I started trying it like two years ago and I kept falling into this pattern of I would start it for like a few days or something and then as soon as I wouldn't do it for a day I felt like oh I totally failed like I stopped doing it which is like so that is a huge problem I always have with journaling like (laughs) it feels like um, I want to ask you about this too because it feels kind of like a chore sometimes. In the wellness world, it's like you have to wake up and well, like meditate and breathe and awful and then. Like, yeah, I feel like I was journal. putting that pressure of like, okay, right. you start journaling, you have to do it every day for it to be successful. And I, so I, I started it like two years ago and then failed for the first time and I was like okay I'm done with this and then I had that again last year where I was like nope I'm gonna try this again and it went on for a little bit longer but then I had the same thing like I missed a couple days and I was like that's it I'm done and then this year I'm like you know what I'm just gonna write it I just had like a lot of thoughts and like just stressful things going on and like I just needed an outlet and I was like you know what I'll just like even if it's like a sentence I'll just write it if it's not every day that's okay like I'll just I'll just have that if I need to put down a thought I will and it's funny because once I didn't put that pressure 
of I need to journal every day in order to be successful <laughs> at journaling, which is so silly. It worked. Like I've been doing it consistently. I don't do it every single day. Sometimes I will. Like I'll go a couple days and I'm actually doing it a couple days in a row and then maybe I'll take like two days off or whatever. But then I'll come back to it. And it got to the point that I started to enjoy it because I started to see like, okay, once I put down those thoughts, it feels like it's out of my head. I'm not constantly having that thought running through my head and it's there. And I've also been enjoying kind of looking back at, for example, you look back at like a couple months from now and like you you realize oh look at all the progress that I've made like yeah do you ever look back and think like what yeah <laughs> well I did like I like when I I did do that a couple a couple months ago like I was looking back at like when I first started it and like it's kind of funny because at first like you could tell I was making myself do it and then it became like a little bit more like natural but also like seeing the thoughts that I had in my head and then all the different things that happened and it's kind of cool to see like your progress and like how it's helped me so that was like a tool that I used to like help me kind of get out of autopilot because I feel like it made me reflect about what was going on instead of just you know things happen and you just have all these emotions and then you just bottle them up I guess you don't do anything about it and it just keeps going Mm, for so long and then you just keep going like you just push through it I just I felt like it made me stop and actually write it down and then move on to the next thing, which really helps. And then meditation also helped too. And honestly, I haven't, I've only started meditating on a consistent basis in the last month or so. Because before I would do it really like sparingly, but then now I'm doing it almost every day. I might miss a day here and there, but I'm doing it like every single day. And like, I love how it makes me feel in the morning. And after being consistent with it for a few days, like you start to feel the benefits of it, just feeling more relaxed and overall better. And so then you, you start liking it. And so then I'm like, oh, I want more and more of that and like now even like I love doing it in the mornings and even if that means I have to wake up earlier the idea of having to wake up earlier to meditate six months ago would I would have not done it but now I'm like yep no problem I actually do wake up earlier just so I can meditate like I always make sure like I have 10 minutes to like meditate in the morning and it makes a huge difference yeah okay three things I really pulled from this were first of all not putting so much pressure on yourself because I think that's where I'm probably a lot of other people go wrong. It's like, (laughs) I have to journal every day. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm a failure. (laughs) But again, that's all mindset too. And then also it's cool how you said you looked back on your journal pages and could see it was kind of forced at first. Mm -hmm. And then now it's, it's more natural. It's something you do and you actually see the benefit from it. And also the fact that sometimes some days you would just write one sentence I've heard before that even just saying like okay I'm gonna try I'll write one sentence you might end up writing like pages yeah just because you say like I'll just write anything even if it's the sentence I am writing in my journal just like starting yeah because then all of a sudden you're like oh I also have this to say and like that to say and then you like before you know it, you've written like a couple pages and you didn't plan on it, right? But it's just, you didn't put that pressure. You just said, okay, I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll just make that, I'll just do that step of just writing in it and then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's also like, it helps. that like positive feedback loop sort of, yeah. you're saying like you realize you feel better and better, so you're going to want to continue doing it. So it's really just a matter of starting and then 
you'll mm-hmm. see the results and it'll be something you want to wake up for. And 10 minutes is nothing. Like I know. People, it's actually <laughs> hilarious. It's weird. It's like even, even just meditating, deep breathing for five minutes in the morning, if you don't already meditate, makes such a difference. And it's like, yeah, everyone can set their alarm five minutes earlier. I was right? going to say like, it doesn't even have to be 10 minutes. Like it could yeah. be like five minutes, but, and like one other thing I found was really helpful was actually paying attention to how I feel after I think that's probably what helped me stay consistent with it this time because I wasn't just doing it just for the act of doing it just for the routine of it I actually paused and like thought like yeah like how do like how do I feel like after a couple days oh I kind of like this and like noticing how my mood has changed or like if I'm more focused or something or feeling less stressed at work or like just in my day-to-day like noticing how I feel definitely helped me because then I realized oh this is helping I kind of like this and then mm. you that's kind of when you get hooked almost because yeah. now it's just like if I don't do it for a while I, I definitely miss it like I remember a couple months ago there was one week where I didn't journal at all and I definitely like you feel it felt yeah because I just like by the end of that week I just had so much in my mind and I needed that outlet and I could tell like I just felt saturated almost like right, my mind just yeah. felt saturated with all these thoughts and I don't know you just can't you, you don't know what to do almost you're just like paralyzed you're like I don't like gotta empty all the what, thoughts <laughs> yeah like, you're like where do I start how do I undo this how do I like clean up all this mess in my head or whatever yeah so yeah definitely consistency And what kind of meditation have you started practicing? I've been using the app Calm. I don't know. If oh, I've heard of that one. No. Use it. I love it personally. It's guided meditations, and I find it really helpful. I do enjoy doing it without guidance too. Like with, I love the ocean sounds. So yeah, <laughs> that's usually so like my choice. And then just kind of doing an open meditation. But I do find that I I get really distracted easily, and like I need something to kind of pull me back. And so I love I love the Calm app um, because. The, if you have the upgraded version or the premium version, you can, you have access to like a daily meditation. And so every day is like a different theme. And I kind of like that because then I don't get bored of it. So every day it focuses on a different thing. Today's one was focusing about worry and how to go from worry to just staying present. And then the next day we'll focus on like a different area completely so it's I like that if you're trying to meditate daily because then you don't get bored it's not the same thing over and over right and then your brain gets used to it exactly and, and, and then you then start you thinking just, ahead you're like oh this exactly. again I know what the guide is gonna say exactly yeah. and then I like that they also have different series of guided meditation so they have they I've tried one the 21 days of calm so teaching you step by step how to like Uh, I guess like feel more calm like through meditation and then they have other ones that help you like deal with stress so like get better sleep just so many different series and usually those are like a couple days so you would just kind of do like one day at a time so they they honestly have so many they also have um, bedtime stories which I've (laughs) tried it one time and it was it was kind of cool like you just fall asleep to the story they have so many or you they also have just like calming sounds so you could just put a calming sound before you go to so bed amazing. and I've like done that before they had again I like the ocean sound so like I put like <laughs> like an ocean sound kind of thing and like I just had it running in the back for but before I went to sleep and it's just so calming it's so nice before I would just I always try to like turn down the lights and like that kind of thing just set to like the mood. set the mood <laughs> yeah before I go to bed but I would always kind of do it in silence but then every once in a while now I like put the calming music in That's the background so nice. 
it it definitely helps like just having like that relaxing music and then and then just kind of fall asleep to it if you want yeah it it helps big time because oh, i'm you, so like, excited to check it out yeah, yeah i like i'm the kind of person who tends to like take a while before i fall asleep but using that before going to bed and like if i find that i've been really stressed that day or something i'll do a meditation before i go to bed too and it helps me sleep like yeah it like a clear baby. your mind so your mind's Definitely. not racing yeah to sleep, right? yeah and i fall asleep like that's in amazing. no time, which is awesome. I'm so, so excited to check this app yeah, out. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> That's so awesome. And so getting into meditation and journaling, do you find that you've been living more in line with your intuition? Definitely. It's helped me a lot. I... I had um, one of the things that I journaled about, again, back when I first started it, was um, I know that there were like certain decisions in my life that I've made based on like intuition. Some of my most amazing decisions are, like came from intuition. And like thinking back at what they were, I came to realize that I hadn't really made any big decisions based on intuition in like a couple of years. And that was kind of scary because I was like, I used to just... I would have that feeling and like, I would just yeah, describe it. it. What even is intuition? I don't <laughs> describe I, it. I, I can't What's your explain? definition? <laughs> it's just like, when you know, you when know. When you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. I like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like yeah. to me, it's when I know, I know. One of the, one of the biggest decisions that I've ever made. So like, I'm from Mauritius, as you know, which oh, is like for yeah. people who don't know, it's an island east of Madagascar. It's so really far. Back at, like when I was in high school, I had to start thinking about university. I'm like, okay, I don't know where I want to go and like I kept having all these suggestions and like my friends were going out in like England and like South Africa and Australia and I'm like no like I just it's just like I can't Canada I was feel, pulling you yeah I just don't feel drawn to it and honestly I never thought of Canada like Canada was so not on my radar but I I had an idea of like what I pictured as my experience and like what I was looking for and one day I went to this it was kind of like a university fair kind of thing where like people like reps are there and they were talking to you about universities and there was one for Canada and my mom was like, oh, go check it out. And so the guy started t- talking about, I think he was talking about like Waterloo and McGill and like a whole bunch of universities. And then he talked about Guelph and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know why <laughs> I've never heard of Guelph before, but I'm like, wow, that, I don't know why, but I have like, I feel pulled towards that. And then he's like, yep, go check out their website. And like, and I had this vision of like, what I like imagine the campus would be like, like my dream campus, as I want to call it. And I went on the website and it was it. Red brick buildings, kids everywhere, like green grass. It was exactly what I envisioned. Wow. I found it. Like, so cool. It's like and you it's, had a... And I knew, like I had yeah. no doubt about it. Like people kept telling me like, you're moving to Canada to a city that you've never heard of before. People always talk about Toronto or like Montreal when they think Canada and they're not from Canada and I was like nope I'm going to Guelph and like I remember my cousin was like are you sure this is a real place and I'm like it's real and like I'm going there like I had no doubt (laughs) whatsoever but I was just at the time I was just so like in tune with what I wanted and what I liked and I just knew it so once I found it I'm like oh yeah like that's exactly it and so I felt I I think once I got into like a whole routine of work 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 and autopilot like I kind of lost that because I just wasn't paying attention to what I like anymore and you just you just kind of forget like it seems it seems so like silly but like you just don't yeah take the time to like I don't know, think back at like what you like and like make sure that you are doing these things. And so I feel like I kind of like 
lost touch with my intuition for a bit and like going back to like journaling and meditation like it's definitely helped me like stay a little bit more present reflect on what's going on in your life are you doing the things that you like calming my mind so that I you know I have room for thoughts that I enjoy and thinking about ideas that I want to do and like all that kind of stuff so it's definitely helped me you know reconnect with my intuition (laughs) yeah I guess our society is just so fast-paced right and Mm -hmm. when you're in high school and you're applying to a university you kind of have more time for yourself and then all of a sudden it's like school 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 work 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 and then you you graduate and you're just working so much it's I guess our society doesn't leave a lot of time for you to take a step back and reflect and do things that make you feel really present and in that sort of flow state right yeah, you kind of fall into a, well, personally for me, yeah. anyways, like I kind of fell into like a routine of, okay, I, I got to do this because this is something I have to do. It's just like, it's almost like you just focus on like responsibilities or something mm-hmm. like, and you all, you just kind of, I personally, I feel like I forgot to like take care of myself a little bit, you know, because I'm like, okay, I got to like check off this and this and this and... And it's so funny because you're in a profession. I feel this I know. Too. It's like <laughs> wellness people will spend so much time taking care of other people, but then it's so important to take care of yourself because yeah. you better take care of others if you are Absolutely. feeling energized and fully like alive. Right? I definitely needed like a reminder of, of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the, the, the IAN program is helping me like really focus on myself which is something I needed to kind of break that cycle of just autopilot and not ignoring what I need and that kind of thing you, you definitely need even though you know you're you're helping other people like I feel like you need help yourself yeah and that's okay definitely. right like you definitely like if you need help like just reach out to like another health coach or like somebody else who's who's also doing it and can help you realize things about yourself so true because yeah. yeah we're all human and we're yeah. all helping each other I remember totally. I heard one more experienced coach say every good coach needs a coach and I think yeah. that's so true it's like you are helping keep other people in alignment with what they want with their life so it's like you should have the same thing too and it'll just make you a better wellness professional as well right yeah I think Jen Sancho and I think it was her in one of her books she said like elite athletes always need coaches why do you mm-hmm. think that you, why don't do you, think you don't yeah, need like, a coach they're yeah. like at their to- the top of the game and like they still have coaches why would you think that you don't need a coach so to help true. you through like your endeavors and it's so true mm-hmm. but we don't we don't realize that right because you I don't know there's something about asking for help that almost feels a bit taboo sometimes yeah you it's know? so like, true <laughs> like you know you feel like you should be doing things all on your own and like you should know what you're doing but but no that's not the case and that's okay <laughs> yeah totally like and it might not mean that you don't know you might just need to be reminded of that like, yeah how to do it or like what to do or like or remind yourself that you know what to do and but it needs so you need true, like yeah. that external voice or like that person That's who like might I remind love you so much about health coaching I like how it's it's if you go to another sort of I don't know just like therapy of any type you would just go once or whatever even if you go to a nutritionist it's like here's your diet mm-hmm. you know what I mean so yeah. someone will like prescribe you something which is so helpful and needed but um health coaching I like how it's about consistency it's like you set a vision and your goals for a certain amount of time and then you check back in with that coach like once a week or once every other week and then 
it's so cool just to have it's like someone's keeping you accountable to reflect and sort of dive deep within yourself and think okay like what exactly do I need what will help me progress towards my goals what will help me feel just present and feel good so I just I love that consistency I know it helps a lot in my life and even in just reflection it's so amazing like you can google anything and get as much information as possible but just having that reflective time I find so so it makes a yeah it makes a big difference because I mean you could read all the books that you want but Mm -hmm. if you're not actually taking the time to absorb absorb and like that and like yeah yeah. exactly like you're not gonna get anything out of it like you could read that book over and over but if you're not taking the time to see how it applies to you and trying it out yourself like you're not Honestly, I'm so guilty of that. I did that for years. Literally, I just studied and studied just everything about wellness. I don't know. My parents were teachers. They're very academic. Like, like, people are always like, you're getting another certification. Um, And I was talking about how I wanted to get a coach because I think it's so important for me to have a coach. If I'm going to coach people, like, I want to be you know, like held accountable for my goals as well. Mm. And I remember my family saying, what do you mean? You know so much. And I was trying to explain to them, like, it's not always about knowing. Yeah. You can Google so many things. And of course, it's really good to have guidance and have people like sharing information with you, but just having someone to hold space for you to reflect Mm -hmm. and to set those goals and someone to keep you accountable to what you actually want in life. It's so cool. And just having... Two people, I find it so powerful. Like then just sitting in your room by yourself, yeah. it's just like energy. Having... It totally you can just vibe off of someone else's energy. I totally agree. I find too sometimes like let's say like for it's easier for me to see like what a client might have issues with because um outside of that yeah like situation outside, right yeah. like so it's 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 it seems more clear to me like what's going on with them but to them because they're like you know, fully in that situation, it's hard to see it sometimes. And it's the same for us, right? Like, that's exactly why, even though, like, you're a health coach, you might need a coach to, like, help you see things that you might not be seeing just because you're you're the one in that situation. In situation and, yeah. like, you just, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to see for yourself. So cool. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I didn't even know really what health coaching was when I signed up for the Integrative Nutrition Program. <laughs> to be honest, me neither. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've heard that so many times. Like, I thought it was just another word for nutritionist or something. Well, you do talk a lot about nutrition. Yeah. It's like well, super holistic. That's funny yeah. that you bring that up because obviously, yeah, going in, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to learn a little bit more about nutrition. That's, that's something that I want more knowledge on. So like, that's perfect. And then when you first start, they actually start talking about other things first, other areas of your life that actually need attention before you really look at your food. And I was like, I don't, this is weird. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't I don't get it. It <laughs> actually, like, I feel like now, it, you know, I'm like, five or six weeks in now but it's now that I'm like fully feeling like the benefits of like the first few weeks like the first three weeks where I'm like I don't I don't know I don't get it I know I was like they tricked me into doing a life coaching course I know yeah (laughs) that's how I I thought but now I'm like oh it makes so much sense so like if you like change these areas of your life all of a sudden you like you feel less stressed like and it it is like it is making a difference in terms of how I like want to eat or like 
food cravings or like that kind of thing but it but i haven't even dived into like the nutrition personally for myself like in the course they were talking about it but like i haven't even made changes yet to like some of the areas of in terms of food that i want to make changes in. i've just been focusing on other areas of my life and i can't believe how like beneficial it is so now it's clicking and i'm like oh that's so that's what they've been talking about since like day one and now like five weeks in i'm like i'm finally getting it but i think you need that time to like implement like absorb that information and like Mm -hmm. implement it and actually see the benefits like you can't you can't just see it overnight right and i think i was kind of caught up in that where you i'm so used to you know like you have a task, like you have a lecture to read and then you should like get it by like, you should get everything right, by the end of the lecture. Right, it's learning. <laughs> yeah, but, but really it's not like you can read the lecture notes and whatnot, but then you actually have to go out there and you have to do implement, it, implement it, it and you have to kind of be patient with your results. You can't do it overnight. You actually have to do it for a couple of weeks and then see the benefits. And so that's, that's been like a learning curve yeah. in its own. <laughs> so cool yeah, yeah. i'm just, glad to, to hear that you you had the same oh, no, because <laughs> yeah i thought it was um like they do teach you a lot about food nutrition mm-hmm. but they make you realize how just connected everything is and i like how they always say you can eat all the kale in the world but say if you're in a toxic relationship or you absolutely hate your job you're not even gonna digest and absorb that kale properly yeah so it's like, that's true let's look at the factors in your lifestyle that are causing stress because you know, when you're in a really stressful position, the first thing to go is your digestion. Like, your body's just not going to yeah. digest food properly. And um, it's just so cool how they made you realize just how connected every Everything single part is, of your life yeah. is. And they call it primary and secondary food. So secondary food is the actual food you eat, and primary food is the lifestyle factors. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool because just calling it that made me realize every single thing in my life is a form of nourishment. It's... That's true. Yeah, yeah. Because I had, yeah, I had hadn't thought about that either. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, you kind of like whenever I talk to people too, the the most people think about like, okay, food and exercise and like just that, isolation. That, yeah, like, yeah. And, but yeah, and it's almost like it's quite isolated. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll think about it as together, and yeah. but like it's just it's like those two areas. Yeah, but really, like there's so many more things that actually affect your life and like how stressed you might be or like how I don't know how not happy you might be in certain areas or whatever yeah so it's it's been it's been really good so far (laughs) I like what you said about um cravings too you mentioned that it Mm -hmm. you find you deal with cravings differently because now you know oh I might actually just want some other form of nourishment like in my lifestyle yeah exactly like for example I was talking about like joy and like how I've been trying to like do things that make me happier and it's funny because I've, I've been noticing just making time to hang out with my friends more like I don't feel the need to not that I would overeat but like sometimes I'd have like random cravings like I don't really have that anymore and like I just feel more present in conversations like I think before I would just I would go through a conversation not that I wasn't listening but I wasn't always feeling like fully there but now I'm like fully like I feel like fully engaged and like woken up almost and that's just from making a couple changes like decreasing my work hours a little bit so that I have more time for myself and reducing stress in like some areas so that I sleep better and like that kind of thing and just making like small tweaks it's really just small tweaks but that makes a huge difference because now I just 
more present like I feel like I'm just excited about like food like I just I was really like I wasn't enjoying cooking as much which was kind of sad because I love cooking and I was I was almost just doing it as a routine now because I, I just got into that cycle but then this past week I've been loving cooking again and so just like little things like that just make such a big difference yeah it's cool how the smallest shifts can make yeah. a massive massive oh my difference God. yeah <laughs> yeah. definitely <laughs> even just waking up five minutes early to meditate I love that. I can't believe that I do that now like it, yeah. and it's like no big deal and it, I look forward to it I'm actually excited I'm like yep I just need to make sure I give myself 10 minutes and I'll do it now it's no big deal but two months ago I would have told you like I'm not yeah, yeah right not like I'm really. not doing that maybe I'll try in the evening but we'll see how it goes whereas now I'm like so consistent with it I'm surprised <laughs> I'm so excited to try out the app calm yeah right? yeah so cool definitely recommend it do you have any other tips or advice or just anything really you want to share about holistic wellness definitely take the time to reflect on things that make you happy honestly it's like something that I've been really working on in the last three weeks and I can't believe how much of a how much of a difference it makes in my mood and how I approach my work and how I interact with people it's uh yeah I, w- I would say make sure that you're doing one thing every day that makes you happy <laughs> doing something for yourself every day and yeah. I even if it's like really small like yeah. the smallest thing like it doesn't matter just just do it yeah that's so important yeah and knowing that doing that thing for yourself will help you be better and be of service yeah, to others even if you better, do like yeah. one little thing if you do it every day it you know it accumulates like yeah because <laughs> sometimes people think like oh that's selfish I have to do everything for everyone else it's like no do things for yourself and yeah. then you'll yeah. show up better in your relationships too and at work right yeah because you'll feel a lot better what's funny is that I definitely felt some guilt like just oh, doing things yeah. more for myself I, I don't know why like it's it's hard to explain and I'm I'm sure it's really people weird. have no, yeah, I'm sure it, but tons like tons of people have yeah but like you weird. kind of feel like you almost feel like selfish but you're but you know you're not being selfish because you actually do have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else yeah but where it, did this mindset like, come from I know yeah, so like many you, people have yeah, this yeah like you just like <laughs> I definitely had this sense of like guilt like I'm taking time to do things for myself what but I have all these other things that I need to get done and like why am I taking time to like take care of myself but it it, I don't know what it is but it you need to do it Mm -hmm. but you like you feel that initial guilt and now I'm getting over that because I'm seeing the benefits of it but you kind of have that initial guilt maybe that's why people kind of fall back into old habits because Mm -hmm. of that guilt and it kind of like yeah, it's like, you know, freezes them, but like, I, I don't know. I'm still kind of exploring that. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for sharing that because yeah. I know I've experienced that and I've heard many other people experience that too. Like mm-hmm. when they do things for themselves, they just feel bad because they're like, I should be, I have all these I should other be things doing, Yeah, I should be but doing But it's like, that is things. so important that taking time for yourself makes you more productive to do all those other things you need to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my last little... Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for sharing so much today. Uh, Thanks. I'm glad you invited me. (laughs) That was my conversation with kinesiologist and health coach, Sarah Osman. This conversation was very inspiring because it makes you take a step back and think, am I living on autopilot? 
Could I bring more adventure into my life? Is there any way I could cultivate more joy? Humans are creatures of habit. And while some habits are amazing, some definitely keep us stuck. That's why I love coaching so much. It helps you reflect on your life, helps you make a game plan for how to transform your life, and helps you stay accountable to making things happen. Accountability is huge. Both Sarah and I studied to become health coaches at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and it was an absolutely amazing experience. If you've been thinking about becoming a health coach as well, you can reach out to me with any questions you might have. I'll leave my email in the show notes, and I'll also leave a link to a free integrative nutrition sample class so you can get an idea of what it's all about. Since I'm a proud integrative nutrition ambassador, the people that I refer to the program are often given tuition discounts and tons of extra fun freebies. The discount given changes throughout the year, but it can be up to $1,500. Be sure to mention my name when you sign up to take advantage of this amazing discount. I'll leave all of this info in the show notes so you can save the podcast page for reference. And again, be sure to reach out to me if you have any questions at all. Thanks so much for listening.